Okay, another beautiful day here. Drop the subject with Allie and James. And broadcasting from our homes as we have been all week. How is week one going for you, James? Oh, this is just absolutely great. You know, when I was like, yeah, Allie, I'll I'll guest co-host with you. That's fine. And uh, uh, we'll be in the studio. It'll be nice and easy. It'll be no problem whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So so that's going just as you. Well, that's, that's, I think, most people's experience in radio, right? You're like, hey, jump on the air with me. And you're like, that sounds so fun. And then, you know, your your hopes and your uh, expectations lower as time goes on. So we're right where we usually are. Oh, okay. So this is exactly what radio is normally like. Okay. Yes, exactly. Uh You're just Uh indoors, like you're just in a different indoor scenario. I mean, usually radio people are not used to the outside world anyway. So there's a lot of things that are similar. You're just not indoors where you thought you'd be. Where where I thought I would be, right. Uh Um, Well, we do have a very exciting show planned for you today. Of course, it is Thursday, so we do Gay Gay Cray Cray. And a a game that Jesse has created, which he can't chime in on because he's uh, not, he's not, doesn't have microphone capabilities. Probably the best case scenario. Thank God. I mean, honestly, like, wow. You can just talk S to no end and he can't say anything. (laughs) But uh, he actually had a good game idea, which is gay or nay. And basically what's going to happen is that James is going to give me a list of some celebrities and I have to guess if they are gay or nay, because a lot of people are queer that really kind of have never come out or they're older Mm -hmm. celebrities and I kind of don't know their status. So we're going to test my knowledge. But um, to start I thought maybe that was going to be gay or nay, like gay or a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're changing everything. We're in a totally different game. Yeah, we are going to do, is it a gay guy or a horse? Or a horse, hey. And and it's just (laughs) sound effects of someone going, hey. (laughs) <laughs> That's exactly what yeah. we should do. And we have lost our minds. Right. Great. And it's just, it's the first, just the beginning of the show. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so one thing I wanted to ask you about, is there anything, I mean, we're in what, day seven? I mean, I, I'm in day seven of quarantining. We got an update from Mayor Garcetti as far as Los Angeles County goes. I know people are listening from all over, but as far as locally, they've said that this is probably going to last another two months of just being completely sheltered in place. Oh, so, you know, that that eye twitch that you had on the right side has just got uh-huh. a little bigger hearing that. <laughs> but yeah. there are a couple of things one in particular that I would like to venture out and do, even though I know I shouldn't do it. It's non-essential, but it's something that because there are not a lot of crowds, I think I might want to risk it. And Ooh. and I want to see if I'm going to, I want to know if you approve. Okay, I, I'm ready because this was a good setup. This was like a good tease, okay. a really good setup. Yeah. Well, because I mean, you think about things like, oh, I've always, I've been meaning to get my tires replaced, and you're normally going to go to Costco Tires and wait for like three hours, but right now they're probably like, sure, swap. You're ready to go. So I mean, <laughs> there's some come do whatever. Right. There are some housekeeping things that you might want to do in your life that are a little easier now. Getting that real ID. <sighs> <laughs> I've done this, by the way. I've done the real ID. You did? Okay. Yeah, pre, pre-pandemic, yes. Going, if I had to pick between getting coronavirus and going to the DMV, <laughs> it, it's a toss-up. But 
my thing here is, okay, we've been meaning to do this. We've been told that we have till October or whatever to get it done. Every time I go through security now at the airport, they remind everybody, you got to get your real ID. And I'm like, I know, I know. And nobody wants to go to the DMV ever. It's one of the saddest, most disgusting places that you could possibly go. But right now, probably the least sad and least disgusting that it's ever going to be. And should I risk it and do something non-essential because I'm actually <laughs> going to be in and out of the DMV in probably like 10 minutes tops. It, it will be so fast, right? It'll be like the most lovely and pleasant DMV experience of your life. You'll just be like, oh, I'll come to the DMV every day now. Like exactly. how many IDs just to do hang I need? Out. Yeah, like you guys seem great today. <laughs> so what should I, but but as a nurse, I mean, you you. It's your job to tell me not to do this. That's, well, yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, you <laughs> I cannot. Have, I shouldn't. No, as, mu- as much fun as getting my real ID was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I do not recommend this. However, I think that this is joining a long list of things that will be postponed for all of us, like our taxes were already like, I think this October deadline of the real ID is going to be postponed. Also, like lots of other sort of non-essential, but kind of important things that we need to take care of. They're totally going to get pushed back. I'm glad you mentioned that, James, because before we even got on the air today, I looked it up and the deadline has already been extended to September of 2021. Oh, we'll see there. Look at that. I think you can totally cherish the time-honored tradition of standing in line no. with your with your fellow residents at the DMV where the where the Wi-Fi is horrible so your phone doesn't even work. So you're actually forced to just stand and look around. Mm-hmm. You should save that for like January of 2021. Oh, fun. Right around my birthday. You yeah. know, uh, we have to take a break. And we when we get back, I want to talk about something that uh, a lot of a lot of businesses and individuals are taking my mother's advice. I'll explain later. But I also just quickly wanted to say that on the DMV website, at least the California DMV website, when it comes to setting up an appointment or asking for help and trying to get information about what you can go into the DMV for right now, they said, why don't you, if you have a general question, chat with our virtual agent, Miles. <laughs> like she, Miles from Golden Girls? Yes, like, like <laughs> could you pick a more geriatric name for a virtual assistant? Like Miles, if I'm talking to Miles, the virtual assistant, I have no confidence that he will even be able to accept my question. Miles is on break right now, but Bertha is here to help you out. Oh, Bertha. (laughs) I'll take a Bertha any day. All right, more drop the subject when we return. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. All right, drop the subject with Allie and James broadcasting from home. My cat is in the room today, so that should be fun. Oh, hello, kitty. I know. She's she she got trapped in here. I think she's going to start meowing any minute. But uh, so we have a, a third co-host that might make an appearance. But that's great. Since we can't uh, use the board for sound effects, we'll just use whatever we got. You know. Yeah, the, you're right. <laughs> We're going back to old radio where I literally if I'm going to walk down the stairs sound like if I have to f- get a sound effect for walking down the stairs, I have to put tap <laughs> shoes on and get a big giant board. <laughs> And actually walk down the steps, right? And be like, sorry. So there are several companies and I believe several individuals that are taking my mother's advice. And let me explain. My mom is one of those people who she's a hardworking American lady. Mm-hmm. And she's also 
she's okay with cutting corners wherever possible. You know? <laughs> like like the typical American, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, she switched a price tag or two at Nordstrom mm, Rack. Who hasn't? Hello. Yeah, she's accidentally puts a case of water or beer underneath her cart and not paid for it. I mean, that's just her <laughs> common, American right. Common mistake, right. Okay? Totally. Uh-huh. And when it comes to getting bills... I remember there were probably 10 years ago I had gotten into an accident and I needed an ambulance to take me to the hospital. Oh, wow. And when the bill came, it was really expensive. <laughs> and I had just gotten out of college and I was super broke. Oh, and man. I, so I called my mom like you do to say, I don't know what the hell to do. I just got this big bill. And my mom's advice was, just don't pay it. <laughs> and I was like, really? What? And she was like, yeah, just, just if you don't have the money, you don't have the money. Just don't pay it. And I was like, that is the craziest <laughs> solution I've ever heard. And it just might work. I, and, I love this. Yeah. So then I look online today and I see Cheesecake Factory is taking my mother's advice. It says Cheesecake Factory has told their landlords across the country they're not paying rent. <laughs> just sorry just not not paying it uh, which i i understand there are a lot of americans that and a lot globally there's going to be a lot of people that are not able to pay rent and i mean that's a, a hardship that if you cannot pay then you cannot pay i just think it's funny that the cheese like all of cheesecake factory is just <laughs> like no <laughs> We're out. We're done at this point in time. I mean, I wonder if this also extends. You know, we've talked a lot on the show about what things are going to continue to trend, if you will, uh, after the pandemic is over. Like maybe no handshakes, like maybe the government will just send me $1,200 a month regardless. Like whatever, you know, whatever's going to continue going. I wonder how long people are just going to be like, nah, still can't pay my rent. You know, it's like February of 2028. The Olympics are, <laughs> may or may not be happening. Like we're like, now nah, we're cool. I, I'm I need this shirt to right. uh, to wear out tonight, but I can't pay for it. Thanks. Well, once you <laughs> once you think that way, you can't unthink that way, right? <laughs> right? So once you just say, oh, I get like if I've gotten a parking ticket. I know people like Kevin Klein. He has just not paid parking tickets. Just like no, nope, I'm not paying. Okay, that and is he, scary though. They come and get yes, you. But they but he says they don't. And I'm like, this is crazy. And he was like, no, I, I've, I, well, he, and he's moved around several times, but he's gone into the, you know, parking authority people uh-huh. with like $600 worth of tickets and been like, I can't pay for all this. And they're like, all right, well, what can you pay? <laughs> uh, let's see. I got a, I got a thirteen dollars in my emergency stash in the right. car. Do you, do you want that? Like, I, I just think, like, of course, we've created this system, right? As it, all of humans have created this system of trust, saying, okay, if I give you a piece of paper that says you owe me money, you owe me money, and you abide by those rules. Now, in the wake of all of this, those bets are kind of off, and you're just like, I'm not doing this. I can't. I, and I wonder how this is going to be enforced, this new mentality in right. different in different places. Like, I, I, you know, I lived in Chicago for a long time, almost 15 years. And Chicago is still run by the mafia. And so if you couldn't pay your still? parking tickets, oh, yeah. So when you, I mean, You're I don't, get you know, shook down. I don't live, I don't live there now. So who knows what's really going on. But when I was there, like, if you couldn't pay your parking tickets, you win it. Like, someone was standing at your car. 
when you yeah. came when you came out from work and Johnny it was Noni's. it was yeah it was Anthony and his friends and whatever Anthony. and he was like he's like hey uh let's talk and no you're like way. oh no you're like no Anthony I'm sorry I, I'll get you the money tomorrow like it was like totally in the movies and it that was like the city coming for you like it was crazy it. yeah it was intense and then there there was a little bit they finally would like let you do a payment plan you're like okay uh, you don't have to do any gangster stuff right now but at least you know you got to yeah. give us your firstborn until you make these first three <gasps> payments like it was. It was a little intense, so I wonder if that, I wonder like in Chicago or like New York, if uh, Cheesecake Factory is going to be like, uh, we're only going to pay those two. Actually, we have to (laughs) (laughs) Our bad guys, just kidding, just kidding. You have till Valentine's Day. (laughs) Right, right. All right. When we get back, we're going to talk about who is getting money from this stimulus package. Of course, it has gotten approved, and some Americans, most Americans, they say, are going to get a $1,200 paycheck, but we're going to talk about if you qualify and how how you get that money next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, drop the subject with Allie and James. And we got some information yesterday about the stimulus package, what was approved, what, you know, who who's getting money and how much money are we getting? Of course, this answered a lot of burning questions for many Americans. And just, just to give you a basic idea of how everyone's feeling about it, Three million people filed for unemployment yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) And I believe that was the most ever, right? In like a single week filing. That's crazy town. I can't imagine. I mean, we talk about broken systems when we were talking about the DMV. Uh The unemployment system is as broke as it gets. I mean, I know that it's out there to help people, but the process, I mean... I've been on unemployment. I don't know if you have, but it has I been. Have, yeah, yeah it, it's not a fun process. It's a long process. It takes a very long time f- to, for you to hear back from anybody. Uh, it it takes a while to get paid, and um, it takes a while to get approved. So yep. no wonder everyone saw this information. They got the stimulus package signed, and everyone was like, "Boop, file for unemployment." Gotta, and I don't know file how right now. the unemployment offices are dealing with this huge influx because I'm sure they're already incredibly understaffed. So to be able to process three million new claims, like I'm scared even thinking about that. And, and to process those claims, like in just a matter of what did Steve Mnuchin say yesterday? Everyone's going to start receiving checks within three weeks. Yeah, uh, what? <laughs> really? Oh, so we couldn't make unemployment happen in less than six months before. But now all of a sudden, like, hey, three million new people are in the system and bam, you're going to get your checks yeah. in three weeks. Like, Sh- whoa. No, that, that's, the, that's the epitome of just saying something and then hoping it comes true because you said it. <laughs> Because like, he's learning from his boss to do that, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, we're just we're just going to open up by uh, in, uh, April, and yeah. uh, <laughs> and everything's going to be gone. Uh, Easter, and everyone's going to be out for Easter, and you Jesus, just like Jesus will save us again. <laughs> Jesus is like the saint on me, dude. Okay. <laughs> right. um, okay, so let's talk about the actual nitty gritty of this. Are you going to receive a check from the government? Well, individual taxpayers who have an income of up to 75 grand, you're going to get a one-time $1,200 direct payment. So that's a lot of Americans, right? 
That's that's a lot of America, which I love, by the way. You know, last week, Donald Trump was like everyone was saying a thousand dollars and he was like, oh, it's going to be way more than that. Way, way, way more than that. Way more, like two hundred dollars more. <laughs> so apparently it's way more in his mind. The billion, the fake billionaire is two hundred dollars. Anyway. So, yes, yeah. if you make under seventy five grand, you'll likely get the full twelve hundred dollars. And then it sort of prorates itself up to ninety nine thousand dollars. So if you get up to um Ninety nine is the cap, but you're probably not really going to get anything there. So somewhere between seventy five thousand and ninety nine thousand, based on your most recent tax return, oh. is how you'll be prorated. Interesting. Okay, I was I was unclear as to how they were figuring out how much you made, whether it was based on recent pay stubs or yeah, I guess it it would have to be based on the last tax return. And then what Correct. if you're making a lot less this year? So that's kind of tough for people. But uh, so. I, I absolutely I know someone who was like I got to file my taxes like right now because they made a lot more money the year before and then they're in school and then whatever's going on and they made a lot less but they hadn't filed their taxes from last year oh, yet. Oh man. Oh they haven't filed their taxes from Oh yeah, the 2019 taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. exactly. So they they were like I would not qualify based on from before but I would qualify from last year and now obviously, you know. Okay, so just write a little post-it note like, hey, <laughs> hey guys, I don't make what I made before. Just so you know. Well, okay. So then if you make $98,000 a year, you're going to get a check for like two cents. Uh, uh, I, I, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Be like, um, here's your gas money that you don't need because you're not driving anywhere. <laughs> so then for couples... Everything doubles. So if you have a combined income of up to $150,000, you will receive $2,400. That's a good amount of money. Now we've got a chunk of change that actually will help most people for, what, a half a month's rent? Yeah, I, 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 certainly depending on where you live, you know, yeah. like some people I think are really going to be able, this is really going to impact people. Kind of, I think we talked about this yesterday, you know, like $1,200 doesn't really go far in New York, Boston, Seattle, San Francisco, LA. Yeah. $1,200 goes a very, very long way in Oklahoma City. Yeah. And then families that qualified for one-time payment will also receive an additional 500 bucks per kid. I wonder if you're pregnant, if that counts. <laughs> Or if you get uh, like a quarter of the amount, like, okay, first trimester, you get a third of the money. Second trimester, <laughs> two thirds. Two thirds, right, yeah. right. And then if you're like at 39 weeks, you get the full amount. So if I tell them that I'm pregnant, how are they going to check? Exactly. This is like, like, I, like, this is back to my mom's advice. Just tell them you're pregnant. Just tell them, just, just tell them you're pregnant. <laughs> That's so then, brilliant. Finally, before we get out of here, um, and when we get back, we're going to get to some social media responses because we heard from you as far as what friend would you make just based on their skill set. We got a lot more responses to share with you. But um, how just quickly how you can get this money. They say anyone who has direct deposit information with the federal government, like if you did that through your taxes, that's how you're going to be getting paid and you're likely going to see your money faster than other people. Um, and it might take longer if you switch banks or something like that. But um, I believe they will then try to track down your most recent address or employer and they'll go that route. So that's how you can, if you will receive money and if so, how you will receive your money. Of course, we're always keeping you updated here on Drop the Subject and we'll get to your social media responses after this. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Drop the Subject. 
here on the new channel Q. We are broadcasting from our living rooms. It's like we're right there with you. And we thank you so much for listening. We also thank you so much for your hysterical responses to uh, our question on social media yesterday, which I, I thought this was one of my, my more fun conversations, right, that we did about who... What skill set, what person, what friend would you really wish you had right now solely opportunistically based on their skill set, right? In the middle of a pandemic, we asked you, who are the people that you want to be friends with right now just based off of their skill set? And Allie was so sweet. And she, of course, said, well, you, James, because you're handsome and charming, Mm -hmm. funny, Not not because I'm a nurse practitioner, no, just because I'm handsome, be- charming, and funny. Yeah, that's because you're a nurse practitioner. It's, it's because I'm a nurse practitioner. So <laughs> you guys gave us some hysterical responses. And I, I mean, similar to a nurse practitioner, doctor was a was a popular answer right away. Yeah, which is which is cool. But then I, when I saw some of the other responses, I was like, these are great, too, because even our own boss chimed in and said <laughs> plastic surgeon. And then he said, what? I'm over 50. So it's like, <laughs> that's also a really good one. It goes beyond just the fact that you're in a pandemic. Uh, Fernando Duran on Twitter said flight attendant or a pilot. And I would like to add, like, those are both great. I've, I've actually taken advantage of that before because my stepdad worked for the airlines and I got to fly free for a while. Flight attendant is cool, but a pilot with their own plane is as good as it gets. Ooh, and that's, I like that caveat to it, right? Like, I'm not flying, especially in the world world of social distancing, because who knows how long this is going to last. Like, I'm not flying commercial with everybody else. I'm going, you know, Naomi Campbell style or whatever. I'm flying in my own damn plane. Yeah, I'm not dealing with the regulations and how to board properly and worried about <laughs> what seat I get. I just want the seat, the only other seat. Right. The only and screw that pilot's family. It's just me, <laughs> just me and the pilot. Right. Uh, this one I loved so much, and I, I should have thought about this from my past. You know, I have I have a colorful past. Um, Bleach tweeted to us, or Dala D's, I guess, uh, tweeted to us a judge. Oh, I want to hear about your colorful past. More on that oh, later. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, stay tuned. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Vanessa on Twitter said a hiker, which I mean, hello, I'm right here. Um, and, but when you think about like a survival, so she's thinking more of a survival situation where you want somebody who knows where they're going, uh, some kind of a survivalist like Bear Grylls, somebody like that would be very Ooh. valuable to have right now. Um, yes. But I think the best answer is from NetWar1 on Instagram, and they sent a direct message and said, I want to be friends with a generous billionaire. And that... Oh. Would solve all of your problems. I mean, if what? you're the doctor, Come the on. pilot, a yacht, uh, you know, a judge, anyway, just a really connected billionaire. Like, why didn't we think of that? I responded. I was like, yes, someone who like owns a tiger, like someone who has tiger. <laughs> <laughs> right, some someone who is willing to sacrifice their tiger for me. No, you know who this is? It's Richard Branson. He's got an <laughs> island, he's got yes. an airline, he's got his own music. Like he can fly you and Janet Jackson to the <laughs> right. private island where there is no coronavirus. You get a free concert. Like I why didn't we think of Richard Branson before? Right. And then even if there is a virus on that island, he'll just buy another one that doesn't have a virus. Right, oh we'll just keep moving around. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. Thank you guys, by the way, so much for all of your uh, responses. And please do, you know, all, as always, if you can't listen live, 
download the podcast, drop the subject where you get your podcast and follow us on, on social media. Obviously, because we're home, we're going to be trying to do a little more social media at DTS show on Twitter and Instagram. This is, this was great. I love the response. Yes, I know. Keep them coming. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Welcome back to drop the subject where we are going just a little bit crazy on the show today. <laughs> I think it's apropos of what everybody else is going through right now, you know? Well, it's interesting because later on in the show, we're going to talk about when you broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people, everyone's broke. We're assuming everyone's broke already. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone's got to have broken already. So what was your self-isolation uh, breaking point? Uh-huh. People have been sharing their self-isolation struggles with, with this hashtag. Uh, I knew I had cabin fever when. Oh, nice. So yeah. When is your, like, when was the moment that you just started going a little bit crazy? <laughs> I think that it goes in waves, right? You kind of freak out and then you come back down to earth. And you freak out and then you come back down to earth. Uh, yesterday we went for a one hour walk because all of the hiking trails are closed. They sure are. So we we went to our usual places and then we were met with, you know, stop signs and signs saying you cannot enter. And so we, we were just walking the streets uh, like two <laughs> and where where do we go? Yeah. And, and then we were looking at the trees around us like, hello, what are you, a rose? Right. Uh, smell you. You're, I just want to smell your essence. You're you're pretty. What are you? Yeah. yeah. Hello. <laughs> Will you talk to me? She's talking back. I know she is. I can hear her. <laughs> of course, your neighbors can be driving you crazy right now. And that's why we are going to get to two horrible neighbor stories and talk about which one is the worst. Worst. This is a segment we like to call You Are the Worst. You Are the Worst. Okay. There is one story about a man who is someone's neighbor, obviously, and he chased another neighbor with a <laughs> two foot sword. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about another story of a bad neighbor situation having to do with a rainbow house. Not LGBT, I will say. I, I okay? was going to say, we dig rainbows around here, right? It is yeah. it is Channel Q, but we might not dig this rainbow so much. Yeah, because I, when I read Rainbow House, I was like, oh, okay, this is another neighbor that's like a member of One Million Moms, and they're like, I don't like your gayness, but it's different than that. <laughs> okay. Right. So the first story is a man has been accused of grabbing a two and a half foot long sword. Uh and chasing after another man for asking him to turn down his music. Well, and this happened in New Hampshire. So I don't know how bad things are in New Hampshire, but apparently worse than I thought. I mean, maybe it should be a New Hampshire man instead of Florida man. Florida man, right. I think I think we're moving it to New Hampshire. I like that. Let's We're, we're, we're the first to do that here on Drop the Subject. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it just happened. Uh, so a man knocked on the door of a, a man named Benjamin Leyland. He was 47 years old. Leyland reportedly became upset because he was asked to turn down his music, which, you know, if you if you have loud music, you know about this, James. I know. What are you talking about? I've never You're not making loud music <laughs> to, a, you know, apartment full of 500 people. Oh, no, no. man. If you miss that, you have to download the podcast and listen to it because we were talking about what the most annoying thing a neighbor could do is. And James had the loudest music playing throughout the <laughs> courtyard of a place that he lived to the point where as soon as he turned it off, all of the other neighbors clapped <laughs> and then oh my god and then threatened my life you know and then threatened your life and you were told that you could move out early free of charge free of charge yeah because i was that guy 
Well, at least you didn't chase anyone with a two and a half foot sword. And that's what Benjamin Leyland did, uh, because the neighbor did the nice thing by just, you know, not knocking on the door and politely saying, hey, turn down your music. And he decided to just go ahead and chase somebody with a two and a half foot sword. And it did not end well. He chased the man down the hallway. The man got away. There were no injuries. <laughs> but now, Ben, poor Benji, he has been charged with criminal threatening, and now he is going to be arraigned on two, uh, next Tuesday. Um, but I don't know if you can either, like, I don't know how the court systems work right now, so I don't even know what you're able to do. Right. Is this is this a virtual arraignment? Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. You're in prison. Yeah, I'm already in right. my house. Yeah, you're it's on house arrest, buddy. No. You're like, yeah. okay, great. Just, just like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we are going to move to Florida. Oh, okay? Flor- Florida man, because I love this, by the way. Not all rainbows are a welcome sight in, it's f- true. in Florida neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. So it's great. There's a, a half a million dollar house in a very nice upscale neighborhood in, in Florida called Naples. And it has been, the house has been smeared with a bunch of multicolored paint after a father and son could not get along when it came to the property. And now all of the neighbors are really pissed off because it doesn't look like a nice rainbow. It looks like somebody had a, like a paint fight. The house is covered in all of these different types of paint. And there's even the palm tree in the yard has also been just covered (laughs) with blue and purple and yellow paint because they're fighting with one another over who owns it. Uh, One of the, uh, so here we go. And then the neighbor, even one of the neighbors, speaking of the tree, the neighbor was like, I'm actually most upset about the tree. She's like, what did, what did the tree ever do to you? Like, the tree was just there. Uh, Dennis Liebman sued his son and uh, and co-owner Jeffrey Liebman to divide the house and force a sale after he missed three mortgage payments. They battled it out in court until a judge finally ordered Jeffrey to cooperate with the sale. But that's when things got ugly and very colorful. And they now have just like neighbors have told the Daily News that they started seeing Jeffrey spray painting the house. (laughs) And <laughs> splashing bright, bl- bright hues of red, orange, yellow, pink, and purple. Everything was eventually covered from the facade to the windows to the mailbox and the palm tree. So the question is not who has the worst crime here. It's who's the more annoying neighbor. Who do you think and why? Oh, my gosh. This one is... Re- I-, I don't know. I feel like the entertainment value of watching a father and son duke it out over a house, which now, by the way, was originally valued at about 530000 is now only valued at $225,000. So it would be driving down my property values, I suppose, if I was the neighbor. But I do think the entertainment value of this would be too rich. And I do actually believe that paint, uh, at least in small quantities, isn't life-threatening, but a sword is. Mm, (laughs) I see. I think, uh, you know, annoying slash fear for my life. I'm going to go with uh, good old Benji and his sword. Most most annoying. Okay. I think that we should put a vote out on Twitter and on Instagram at DTS show. But I'm going to disagree with you, James. I think that the rainbow neighbor situation is is the worst because 
it's a longer process. Man with mm. two and a half foot sword, that's a one and done. I mean, the guy chases <laughs> someone with a sword, it's a snap, and then boom, the guy gets arrested. End of story. We, we hope. This, end of story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. But this is a long, drawn out, colorful process <laughs> that is only going to get worse as time goes on. And it's not necessarily like they're doing anything that illegal because they're painting their own house. So it's something that's going to last months and months and months. And that's why I think colorful neighbor stories the worst yeah that works i i think you're right we definitely want to know what you think by the way at dts show on instagram and twitter or if you have we should maybe even make this a segment if you have a most annoying neighbor story something that you think can trump pun intended uh colorful house or benji and his sword be sure to get at us at dts show (laughs) we'll be right back drop the subject the new channel q all right putting up the two finalists here for You're the Worst, Neighbor Edition. Neighbors are doing some very annoying things right now, and we gave you two stories. One, uh, uh, a feuding father-son duo that are fighting over ownership of a house and painting, (laughs) spray-painting rainbow colors all over the house, much to the (laughs) dismay of the neighbors. Or there was also a story about a guy named Benji who had a two and a half foot sword. And when someone asked him to turn his music down, he decided to chase that person down a hallway. But I would like to throw into the ring another contender. And this is a personal one. More. more, Oh, a personal annoying neighbor. Oh, this is going to be good. Uh, a guy with a machete. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, well, before I lost my foot. Yeah. Uh, I spent the whole night in the ER. <laughs> no. Um, there is a guy who, we have a courtyard, a, a little, I mean, it's more of a parking area in, in our apartment complex. It's the view that I have every day when we're doing this show. So I'm, I'm currently staring at a window, which then overlooks this courtyard slash parking area. And for the most part, people have been really good about keeping the noise down with the exception of all of the yard work that apparently needs to be done this week. But um, there is a man who I would like to call Courtyard Conference Call Guy. (laughs) I feel like we need to give him a C name. Clifford, Corey. Uh, Let's call him. Let's you know what? Let's call him a Chad. Oh, oh, he's a Chad. Chad, oh, I'm so sorry. Courtyard conference call Chad, okay? And what this guy does is every day at around noon, he will go into the courtyard and have a very loud conference call conversation while pacing back and forth across the courtyard. Now, I know that chasing somebody with a sword is bad. I know that <laughs> spray painting a palm tree and the entirety of your house is bad, but courtyard conference call guy I think is worse because of the blatant disregard for the work ethic and and the patience of the neighbors around him he That's is literally the right word. talking Patient. yeah he's he's literally going no 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 yeah i can talk uh no i'll, I'll have to get those reports <laughs> no I, I shouldn't be going in the house right now but uh why don't you connect with ted and ted will get back to me and i mean it's just this really loud obnoxious conversation that i need to listen to at noon and i every day and i don't know how to deal with it what i want to do is just loudly tap on the window or bang on the window and just shake my head no (laughs) (laughs) no i think we because that's very like um 
you know, barbecue Becky, that's very like Susan. Can I speak with your manager? I think we, I think we can be a little more assertive about this. I think you can tap on the window, open it and say, Hey, knock it the hell off. Oh, really? You know, okay. Just, just like go right in, like like Southside Bonnie from Chicago right now. Like she's she's giving all yeah. of us inspiration. Just be like, hey, because from someone who may or may not have interrupted a lot of people in a courtyard previously <laughs> in, in, a, in another life, sometimes you just don't know. So maybe Chad actually thinks that is, you know, let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe Chad's pregnant wife is like, get out of the house, and this is the only place he can go. So uh, I think if we just give him a nice little knock it off, maybe he'll knock it off. Maybe. All right. Point taken. I'll, you know, I'll keep you guys updated on what I do. If, 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 when conference call guy gets on the phone today at noon, I will, I will yell, hey, knock it off. Even if you have a pregnant wife. (laughs) All right. News that are loses next. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. All right. Putting up the two finalists here for You're the Worst, Neighbor Edition. Neighbors are doing some very annoying things right now, and we gave you two stories. One, a a feuding father-son duo that are fighting over ownership of a house and painting, (laughs) spray-painting rainbow colors all over the house, much to the (laughs) dismay of the neighbors. Or there was also a story about a guy named Benji who had a two and a half foot sword. And when someone asked him to turn his music down, he decided to chase that person down a hallway. But I would like to throw into the ring another contender. And this is a personal one. More, more, oh, a personal annoying neighbor. Oh, this is going to be good. Uh, A guy with a machete. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So, one, before I lost my foot. Yeah. Uh, I spent the whole night in the ER. (laughs) No. Um, There is a guy who, we have a courtyard, a a little, I mean, it's more of a parking area in, in our apartment complex. It's the view that I have every day when we're doing this show. So I'm I'm currently staring at a window which then overlooks this courtyard slash parking area. And for the most part, people have been really good about keeping the noise down with the exception of all of the yard work that apparently needs to be done this week. But um, there is a man who I would like to call courtyard conference call guy. <laughs> I feel like we need to give him a C name. Clifford, Corey. Uh. Let's Connor. call him. Let's. You know what? Let's call him a ch- Chad. Ch- oh, oh, he's a Chad. Chad oh, I'm the so sorry. Courtyard conference call Chad. Okay, and what this guy does is every day at around noon, he will go into the courtyard and have a very loud conference call conversation while pacing back and forth across the courtyard. Now, I know that chasing somebody with a sword is bad. I know that spray painting a palm tree and the entirety of your house is bad. But courtyard conference call guy, I think, is worse because of the blatant disregard for the work ethic and and the patience of the neighbors around him he's literally talking yeah he's he's literally going no 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 yeah i can talk uh no i'll I'll have to get those reports no i I shouldn't be going in the house right now but uh why don't you connect with ted and ted will get back to me and i mean it's just this really loud 
obnoxious conversation that I need to listen to at noon and I every day and I don't know how to deal with it. What I want to do is just loudly tap on the window or bang on the window and just shake my head no <laughs> at him. <laughs> no, I think we because that's very like um you know, barbecue Becky. That's very like Susan. Can I speak with your manager? I think we. I think we can mm-hmm. be a little more assertive about this. I think you can tap on the window, open it, and say, "Hey, knock it the hell off!" Oh, really? You know, okay. Just, just like go right in, like like Southside Bonnie from Chicago right now. Like she's she's giving all yeah. of us inspiration. Just be like, "Hey," because from someone who may or may not have interrupted a lot of people in a courtyard previously <laughs> in, in, a, in another life. Sometimes you just don't know. So maybe Chad actually thinks that is, you know, let's, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe Chad's pregnant wife is like, get out of the house. And this is the only place he can go. So, uh, I think if we just give him a nice little knock it off, maybe he'll knock it off. Maybe. All right. Point taken. I'll, you know, I'll keep you guys updated on what I do. If, if, if when conference call guy gets on the phone today at noon, I will, I will yell, hey, knock it off, even if you have a pregnant wife. (laughs) All right, news that are loose is next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. That sound means it is time to news it or lose it. And James, I have a very special surprise for you. Oh my goodness. Who doesn't love a surprise? All of the, all three of my stories are sexy stories. Oh my, because nothing Mm -hmm. says sexy like a pandemic. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Well, I think it's making everyone desperate for sexy times, which is why all these stories are coming out. All right. Are you Uh, ready? Perfect. I am ready. Let's go. Headline number one, Boober Eats is sending topless strippers with food to hungry Americans. I didn't even know that Boober Eats was a thing. Me neither. All right. Headline number two, cops called on an X-rated video store that's offering curbside service. Oh, what services? Yes, yes. Ding, 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 ding. All right. And then finally, headline number three, NYC has declared war on, um, uh, let's see, how do I say this? Um, (laughs) Oh, can you even say it on radio? Guys do it to other guys. It's something that Uh happens in the back door. And, Uh um, you know, where there's a starfish involved. Oh, no. (laughs) I think just the sheer joy (laughs) of you having to tell this story and still remain FCC compliant makes this totally worth it for our listeners. You all three, Allie Johnson. Ding, ding, ding. Challenge accepted. Let's I'm going to sing the song where three, the magic number is three. (laughs) (laughs) That was just uncanny. Perfect. Wasn't it? It was just like the song if we were in studio. Yeah. Uh Okay. Okay, So let's get into the first story here so that I can get it over with without getting fired. Um, (laughs) The Department of Health from New York City is... Oh, I have to read this line because it's just so punny. Whoever wrote this article, (laughs) I love you. The Department of Health is bending over backwards to warn (laughs) the public about a whole new threat. Uh A whole new threat? They did not. And I'm not going to say, I can't say exactly what it is, but it is a job. Okay, so Uh we've got 
the handies, we've got the next one, and then there's also... There's a third type of job. Yeah, you know when okay. you say, uh, I want a margarita and the salt on the rim? Uh, so oh, I love salt on the rim of my margarita. Right, so the last word in that sentence, uh, this is like audio charades and it's not going well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, I think maybe we, we we are talking to a channel Q audience, yeah, so okay. I think I think that the the cues get it. You get it. So that is being called out as a health risk when it comes to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, they said that be, because of that type of sex act, it's the. I'm not going to say hand-to-mouth contact, but <laughs> as a nurse, you can understand maybe some uh, of the dangers as far as transference yeah. and how it might uh, not be great for the spread of a pandemic. Sure. I mean, it's not great for the spread of lots of things anyway, so we sort of like frown on it as a, as a consistent practice across lots of different individuals, uh-huh. if you will. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Is that, did I navigate that okay? Yes, yes, I think you did. I okay. think we should uh-huh. move on before, before we both get fired. In. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to the video store that is offering curbside service. <laughs> this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a citizen has complained to the police after an X-rated vi- video store was offering curbside service during the coronavirus shutdown. And now a lot of places are offering curbside service. Like I said, I went to Best Buy earlier this week. It felt like a drug deal. All I did was park in a parking spot, and they brought me my items. They put them in the backseat of my car, and I drove away with no contact and no words exchanged. It was very strange. But Uh Green Door Video Erotic Boutique, which is in West Peoria... It has oh. now closed completely because they tried to get around. They tried to do a workaround, and they were offering. <laughs> they tried to do a reach around. Yeah, they were offering, <laughs> you know, curbside service during the stay-at-home order, and they said that they ha- they had not closed their doors in forty years. Whoa! So they weren't about to start then. But uh, after somebody complained, now they have to, which is... I think this is ridiculous. If if you... These places need to stay open anyway. They are legitimate businesses. They need to make money. And if they... You go online and look at their inventory and you order a video or a toy or something. We're curbside delivering food. Why can't you curbside delivery sex toys? Like, come on. I just wanted to make sure it was only videos that they were doing curbside service. And they weren't actually doing... Like service. Service, you know what I mean? Service. Right. They're like, yeah. now it's live. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's close it out with Boober Eats, shall we? Yeah, uh, because, you know, everyone's got the Boober Eats app. Uh, yeah, I, apparently this is something that is happening in Oregon. So, and I got married in Oregon. I don't know why I just didn't move there. It Hello. Says you may not be able to. And do you know Portland has one of the, I think it has the most strip clubs per capita of any city in the in the country. It's really the absolute last place I would have thought has the most strip clubs. It's true, but there are tons. They even have a vegan strip club. So oh, stop it. It's great. <laughs> they said that you can get strippers to come to you now because a lot of the strip clubs, well, all the strip clubs are closed right now. Um, uh, Oregon's governor, Kate Brown, ordered that bars and restaurants had to shut down, you know, for coronavirus. This meant all strip clubs uh, had to also close, but takeout and delivery is still allowed um, with 
Boober Eats. It allows customers to order from the Lucky Devil's Lounge, their full menu online or by phone, and the food will be delivered by nearly naked strippers. Wow. All the calls, people are just giddy and fun. That's what they said as far as who's <laughs> calling. Sometimes it's a surprise for someone. Sometimes it's a birthday. Sometimes it's people that are just really, really high, but they are getting a lot of business. And it started as a joke on social media, and it's really taking off. Hey, this is the creativity that people are having to come up with in the time in the time of cholera, in the time <laughs> of coronavirus, right? Like people are having to be creative. And listen, if you need to get your kicks off because you're over, you're done with all the online porn, but you order some boober eats and said person shows up, they maintain their six feet distance, but your eyes work past six feet for most of us. I, I think it's a brilliant idea. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Bring a portable pole. I mean, you could really do have a fun time right out on the sidewalk. <laughs> right uh, out there on the street for everybody well, to see. Well, this has been your X-rated Newser to Lose It. We will be right back with more Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. I am James. Still pleasured today to be <laughs> guest co-hosting with Allie Johnson. You're Allie Johnson. We are both at home. We are doing our social distancing thing, but we are so excited that you are listening to us and interacting with us on the social medias like the rest of the world. In fact... Some of y'all had some questions for Ask the NP on the socials, and Allie has teed those questions up for us. Yeah, um, you know, it's important that we ask the NP, and James Simmons is an NP and a doctor-to-be. So this comes from Ed O'Connor on Twitter, and Ed O'Connor had two questions. Number one, can COVID-19 be transferred by insects? And number two, can vinegar in some mixture with water be used as a kitchen and a bathroom cleaner against COVID-19? I'm not even sure I understand that second question, but go for it, James. Well, we can start with the second question because it also happens to be my husband's favorite type of cleaner. Vinegar? Yeah, vinegar. Well, vinegar and water is just like the old school, and it actually works really well against a lot of bacteria. And you know, my husband's like the wind... What was that? Um, My big fat Greek wedding where the dad thinks the Windex... Yeah, Windex cures everything. So my husband seems to think that vinegar, the vinegar Windex cleans and kills everything. Unfortunately, we don't have any evidence that the vinegar-based cleaners or even just vinegar and water can kill COVID-19. That is good knowledge because I've never wanted to put vinegar on my countertops or anything just because (laughs) I don't like the way it smells and I don't know... I mean, I've never been in a house that uses, like if you guys use vinegar solution to clean your appliances or whatever, I don't know uh-huh. that I would notice, oh, it smells like vinegar in here, but I don't want to risk it smelling. Like there's already enough smells going on in my apartment. I don't need vinegar in the <laughs> I don't need as well. vinegar adding it in. Right. I will tell you that at first it's a little disconcerting. You're like, ah, oh, there's a lot of vinegar smell going on, but then it settles into a nice, pleasant sort of goes away into nothing afterwards. So while I love the vinegar cleaners in general for kind of sort of like general use and you can continue to use them, they will not. We have no evidence to suggest that vinegar cleaners will kill COVID-19. You gotta use the really chemically stuff or bleach. Oh, oh, just bleach. Yeah, sure. Yeah, good old, um, good old bleach. So then, okay, vinegars want want on that. What about the insects question? Great news on this. So far, we also have no evidence to suggest that insects can transmit this virus. I think it's really important for people to remember that viruses, 
are very sensitive to their environment in which they live and reproduce is most importantly. So it is very, it's very uncommon, contrary to popular belief, that viruses just jump from one species to another. So though we have MERS, which we think started in cam- camels, and SARS, which we think started in those cute little forest cat monkey thing looking things. Oh, the penguins? Uh, yeah, the penguins. Thank you. The, you know, the, there's some evidence this may have been bats. We are not totally sure with COVID-19 yet. We haven't proved anything. But that's rare that viruses jump from animal to animal and then, or species to species, and then in infect the new species same thing with with insects this is not like a malaria situation where the mosquitoes are going to carry this around to everybody in the summer so uh, i think we're okay don't worry about the you know bugs pill bugs in your backyard or your mosquitoes they're not going to be a vector for transmitting covid19 hmm i have one quick follow-up question yes i don't know if you can answer it Uh why why do mosquitoes even exist (laughs) <laughs> there, it's really fascinating that you say that because malaria is sudden. Malaria has been a pandemic for an unfortunate, really long time. There are some now that we can genetically splice and dice things with CRISPR. There are some scientists who are working on genetically editing out the ability for mosquitoes to reproduce. <gasps> yeah, because their their way of you know just completely getting rid of the way of transmitting malaria. However, that scientist is a woman. I know. You're ma- Actually, yes. Really? <laughs> and She's yes, like, they're. Mosquitoes are stupid. <laughs> they're, they're so dumb. No, no, but it's actually, there's a special on Netflix you can watch, and I forget the name now, but it's very controversial because you start messing with the ecosystem exactly. there, right? Uh, so yeah. you, you, you cause, you fix one problem, and you might cause a bigger one. Oh, whatever. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, <laughs> all right, more drop the subject is next. We're going to talk about when your breaking point was when it comes to self isolation <laughs> and quarantining. When did you know you? You were losing your S after this. A week ago! Ah! <laughs> drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, drop the subject. Moving right along on this lovely Thursday. In a little bit, we will get to a gay gay cray cray that I'm actually pulling... I'm actually going into the past for the gay gay cray cray because I can't find anything that is not couple gets married despite coronavirus. <laughs> couple does a they go outside on a New York City street and get married or couple gets married with masks on. I'm like, okay, God, like, I get uh, it. We all still we, love each other. God, we got it. Uh, people are still getting married in a pandemic. Although I don't want that to be my marriage memories. By the way, like We're just I don't wait wa- a year. Yeah. I don't want my story to be like, oh, you know, like the first thing you say, oh, tell us about when you guys got married while we were in the middle of the pandemic. Like, no. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Um, Okay. So now let's talk about when your breaking point was. When did you know (laughs) that you had lost your S? And Mm. there were, there have been a couple moments for me and there's a lot of the, the, the trending hashtag I knew I had cabin fever when uh, is is on Twitter right now. And there are a lot of funny responses. Um, some people said I knew I had cabin fever when my daughter started making hats for the cats. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just being creative. That's cute. Yeah. Another person said I started a bar crawl by putting beers in every room of the house. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, also ingenious. 
I think I will know. I mean, I, I do know that I have cabin fever because I was literally talking to the plants when we were that like, that's mine. I think that's when uh-huh. I knew that we were really losing it is that we were stopping and smelling the roses and then talking to the roses. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Oh, Hey, sweetheart. How are you? Like, you, Hi. you look oh. so good. You're you're outside and I'm outside and you can't go anywhere and I can't go anywhere. We're like the same. I have so many commonalities with plants that I didn't realize. Um, So that was probably a breaking (laughs) point for me. Somebody else, uh, Susie Q, said I know I had cabin fever when I started naming all the cushions on my sofa with different days of the week, so I don't wear (laughs) this one. Ow. I think I actually think this is less about losing it and more about people just finding those different parts of their brain to use, right? Like you're right. you're just getting creative in a different. Those of us, I do not consider myself a creative person, and so I think those of us who are not creative, when we're forced to have to be creative about things, I think this is good. This is exercising different parts of our brains. Now that's true. Do you think that you have? reached your breaking point do you or do you think it's coming like you Uh, like i said you can get out of the house you are going to the hospital and helping save lives but do you still feel the cabin fever uh, it's starting to happen a little bit because even though i will say the break of getting out of the the house is really lovely though then you go to somewhere else that is got so much anxiety and so you know there's so much emotion and energy going on in the hospitals right now that it's a little bit crazy uh and overwhelming i I will say that i have started to lose track of days pretty pretty bad that's a that's a good one i i think that's just that's the beginning of this so even though because my work schedule is a little bit crazy and we're doing all of these things Sometimes I'm like, oh, well, you know, babe, I told you that yesterday, you know, and my husband will be like, uh, no, you told me that in the grocery store in January. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, Oh, yeah. Your timeline is just gone out the window, hasn't it? Way, way, way screwed up. My, my husband also, um, is not a singer. Like he doesn't default to singing, but he started singing in the last day or so. And it worries me. Oh my God. Okay. So my wife has started whistling. What is that about? <laughs> Again, I think we're all, everyone's brains are like, and gotta start doing something. My wife is not a good singer. And she's also like, for some reason, her lack of ability to sing has translated into the whistling. Like <laughs> That's probably good for you though, right? So you don't have to listen to the bad singing? Yeah, well, no, because I don't know, like it's off-key whistling. I don't even know how you can do that. <laughs> right, is that possible? And then she goes, which, she's she's going literally like, okay, what am I singing? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, you, you, and, you just whistled one bar. <laughs> and then she said it was Space Jam. And I was like, that's not even a song that you can whistle. <laughs> of, of all this, can you even name the artist who did the original Space Jam? Like, no, but I mean, I, but she was doing the, she wasn't even doing the singing part. She was doing the like, come on and jam if you want to jam. Without a jam. If you, and I'm like, this is the, not, a, that's speaking. You can just speak that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying. I love that both of our respective partners have defaulted to this like sort of non-musical yes. ability in their <laughs> in their like isolation crack up. Right. Um, that is really great. I will say that Chris um 
Chris really loves to eat, and the singing has sort of been around food. And I think hmm. I think I'm starting to witness a, a maybe an unhealthy relationship with the food, but not in the way we normally typically think of that. Like he's like singing to the peanut butter. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, he's hello, thankful. how <laughs> are you? Mm-mm-mm, you're gonna be good in my belly. Like, <laughs> I'm like, well, um, he's right. He, he is right, but like, we didn't sing to the peanut butter before no. quarantine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in our home, we've been singing to our peanut butter for a long time. But <laughs> I understand the new experience for you. Yeah, because uh-huh. what. It's funny that we are, I think we know we have cabin fever when, or know we are hitting our breaking point when we start talking to things that can't talk back. And I'm not even talking about animals, but I'm saying like your husband talking to his food and me talking to plants is kind of a sign that you're going crazy. But we're all going crazy together. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, drop the subject with Allie and James. And I thought we'd take this opportunity to give you an actual update, uh, not on our cabin fever, just on what's going on with COVID-19. Because, you know, we get updates every day as far as, you know, I've been checking out that website that you gave me, James. And there's also infection2020.com if you want to kind of track the cases that are specific to the U.S. Even just today, when I woke up this morning, it was 69,000. And then as I look at this now, it's 74,000 and climbing. And But you're saying that some cities are going to start to see huge influxes. Uh, you know, it's interesting to kind of see where different states and cities are in relation to the spread and the ups and event, like, you know, the, the spikes versus when it's going to start kind of leveling out. Yeah, I think what's really interesting about this is is so much of this depends on, again, the social isolation measures that were taken by different cities and states and the overflow of what's happening. So we, you know, uh, most people know what's going on right now, but in New York, they have really hit this crisis point that we were trying so hard to avoid for so long. They are, they've, they're running out of ventilators. They're running out of hospital beds. Um, the, people are really sick and their cases are just continuing to go up and that's going to start spilling over into other places. You know, public health officials most are most worried right now about Boston and New Orleans in terms of two urban areas um, that are going to get hit with this really hard. Also right behind them is Pennsylvania, uh, which even today saw an increase in 49% of diagnosed cases, 45% of deaths. Now, I will tell you that that likely is a result of more testing, right? They probably got a big batch of tests in the last couple of days, have started using those. But these are numbers that were very similar that we saw in New York just a week ago. And so, you know, this is starting to, unfortunately, what we were, what we're still trying to prevent from happening is starting to spill over into other large urban areas. There, there's even been outbreaks in two separate hospitals in Boston, more than 40 doctors and nurses have tested positive for COVID-19, which is part of what we were afraid of in that now you're going to have healthcare workers who can't come to the front lines who can't work. And so even, you know, one of the physicians I work with was, you made an excellent point. He's like, we can build all the hospitals and make all the ventilators you want, but who's going to operate those? Well, yeah. And then go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no, if there's no staff or if the staff is all home and sick, who, who are you going to have run these hospitals? If all the doctors, nurses, everybody else that's required to run a hospital or even hook up a ventilator, intubate somebody and actually manage the ventilator, like that's a skill that we go to school for. And it's, you know, respiratory, if all the respiratory therapists have COVID-19 and they're at home, like who's going to run these ventilators? Well, and do you have enough 
protection on your end. You know, when you go to the hospital, you're talking about some people having masks and some people like I saw a picture of some nurses that were wearing garbage bags today. I mean, there's you don't even have enough, uh, you know, tools and gear to make sure that you guys are safe when you're trying to help people. And then I also read that and I don't know if you know an update on this, but there was some talk of using nursing school, like nursing students or even retired doctors. Yeah, they're they're thinking that maybe to answer that question that I, I just brought up, who who's going to run these facilities that, that get built? There is talk of asking uh, nurses and doctors, even med, medical school students, nursing school students uh, to sort of expand their ability to practice. Now, this this has not happened yet. And I think that 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 is not should not be option a because okay. there's a reason that you're still a student right you don't know everything um there's also there's some danger in pulling people out of retirement too and that they may not be up to date on the latest technology how things work etc so i don't think we're at that crisis point yet at least across the country but the fact that we're having to have those conversations about how do we staff these new facilities this surge that we're trying to protect this curve that we've been trying to flatten Mm. so far is not flattening enough fast enough to prevent what we've been trying to prevent well and then what about the blood donations there's an update on that right because i I think there was something in relation to donating blood and covid specifically yeah this is really fascinating so what what the fda approved just yesterday was the use of blood transfusions from people who have tested positive for COVID-19, gotten sick and recovered using their blood, transfusing it into people who are sick with COVID-19, but it's only been approved in compassionate care situations. So you have someone who is very, very sick. All other therapies have not worked. And this is sort of a last ditch measure because what we have seen in China and other parts of the world is that those antibodies developed in the person who recovered from COVID-19 are actually helping the person who is sick. Oh, interesting. So that's, I mean, I know that you and I are Oneg, which is great. But so somebody who's recovered from COVID has especially good blood because they've developed antibodies. Yeah, that's that's huh. exactly what it, what it, what it's from. Now, this is not a treatment. I, I have to be very specific and very clear. This is not a therapy. If you get diagnosed with COVID nineteen, you're not just going to be able to run in and get a plant trans, blood transfusion and everything's fine. This is being specifically used for individuals who are uh, basically at the end of their life. There are right. as a last ditch effort to see if this can help. Hmm. Well, thank you very much, James. We are going to get to fun times next with gay gay cray cray, and I I promise you it is not a COVID related story. I'm going into the past. I'm going into crazy couple history after this. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, let's have a little fun here on Drop the Subject because after all, that's what we're doing around here with Allie and James Simmons. We are keeping you informed and entertained all at the same time as we slowly lose our minds together. (laughs) We are losing our minds. I just want to say, by the way, it is okay to have a little bit of fun. Yeah. It is okay to laugh a little bit in the middle of all this, because if you don't, we're all going to go crazy, all right? I mean, we're all going crazy even when we are laughing. (laughs) 
right, so, so you might as well just keep it going. Jeez. All right. So gay gay cray gray is always a good time. And what? Here's how it works. If you've never done, if you've never played along before, I will share the story of a couple, something that a couple is doing, or maybe I mean maybe they're not a couple. It's just two people that have involved themselves with one another in some way. Sometimes it involves an arrest. Sometimes it doesn't. But they're doing something unconventional. <laughs> And I will remove all gender pronouns and then you guess whether they are a gay gay couple or just a regular old run of the mill hetero cray cray couple. Cray cray. I You ready? Johnson. Am ready. Oh, I so wish I could give you the names of these people. <laughs> Love it. The headline reads, Duo gave strikers cookies spiked with laxatives because picket lines were too noisy. <laughs> now, I, I said previously in the show, today the story that I'm bringing to the table is not something that's happened in the last week. Usually I always try to bring you something that is very fresh and has just happened. Everything right now is about couples getting married and coronavirus. I mean, there's literally nothing else. And people aren't <laughs> getting as, you know, old American cray-cray like this. They haven't uh-huh. been able to go out and be cray-cray. So that's why I kind of dug into a story from, I believe this is November of last year. Excellent. I, I'm okay with digging into the vaults because yeah. it's still, you know, it's still gay-gay or cray-cray. It doesn't matter how old. I love it. Okay, so this couple from Ohio, they were just living their lives in their homes, not quarantined, not sheltered in place, just hanging out. And there was a union picket line across from their home. So all of these people were striking. Um, You know, it was for schools, apparently. So I would imagine it's a lot of teachers that were fighting for uh, more school supplies, better education, better pay, things like that. Well, uh, of course, that's a good cause. But this this couple who are 29 and 25 years old, they decided, well, this is really impeding our ability to watch cops. And they're really, really loud and it's bothering me. And, you know, maybe we have jobs to, no, we don't have jobs to go to. Okay. So what we're going to do Got any ideas, hon? Yeah, sure. Why don't we make some sugar cookies with laxatives and then we will bring them out to the picket line people and be like, hey, you want some cookies? And then wait till they crap themselves so they have to leave the picket line. (laughs) I mean, that that is the literal definition of premeditated. Like, how can we lie and fake this whole thing to then cause... Some sort of bodily injury or something to another person for gain, for your own gain. Wow. Exactly. So, and it's ironic that we did Who's the Worst? Neighbors Edition, because even though this didn't just happen, these neighbors are literally the worst. Um, Literally the worst. Police began investigating the pair upon receiving a tip about videos on that one of their Facebook pages showing the couple preparing the laxative spiked treat. Additionally, video captured the couple discussing the delivery of the cookies to the strikers. So now they are, I believe they've been arrested on felony charges. Oh my. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the question here is, are they gay gay? Would two gay people do this or are they just hetero cray cray people? I know I'm just going to say, I'm going to give you a little hint 
Uh-huh. I'm sure there was a lesbian in the picket line. I don't know if there would be a lesbian. <laughs> that that could do this. That would, right. would bring herself to do this. You know, what I do think is interesting, by the way, is that they also qualify not only for gay, gay, or cray, cray, but uh, a stupid criminals segment. Like, mm-hmm. why would you film this? Right. Talk about it. Show the steps that you're going through to put laxatives into the cookie mix and then post it online. And then again, you know, this is something that they're not in a quarantine situation, so they really have no excuse to do something so cray cray. Uh huh. They're actually just out there doing this. You know, however evil this is, it's a little bit creative. (laughs) <laughs> which True. I tend I tend to give the creative uh, debauchery, if you will, to our gay gays. Mm-hmm. Um, though they do live in Ohio, they're twenty nine, twenty five, and unemployed. So this is really, really difficult. <laughs> I, I I feel like all of the above. Unfortunately, even with the stupidity of all of this and how just sheer evil it is, I think I'm going to go with gay gay. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, James Simmons, you are as wrong as it gets. Oh, they are cray-cray. They are a hetero cray-cray couple, and their names are Bo Cousins. Oh, stop. And Rachel Sherrick. They sure are Bo and Rachel. Bo and just, Rachel. They were over, these people making all this noise. I'm trying to watch my cops. Yeah. And I want, you know what you should make, Rach? Just them sugar cookies. We put them, we put laxative in it. And, you know, Bo, I just will give you a quick visual, and I, we can uh-huh. definitely tweet out this link so you can see. Bo is the type of person who uh, is white guy cornrows guy. Oh, oh my stars. So. You have, you stop it. I can't even handle this right now. <laughs> why, and why? I bet you they got the idea from watching cops. <laughs> that guy got some mean cornrows. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. All right, and now we are making a drop the subject debut of a brand new segment here on, on channel Q where we're giving everyone a voice. Um, Yes, we did talk a little earlier about how you might be losing your mind and you know you kind of broke down when, like, what was that one thing that made you a little crazy or made you realize you were going crazy? Uh, for me, it was talking to actual plants when I was on a walk yesterday. Uh, for James's <laughs> husband, it's singing to peanut butter. Um, but there are also weird thoughts that are going through our heads. And, you know, things like, why do chairs have four legs? You know, why not five or six? Um, you know, who invented shoes any? Anyway, and why wouldn't God just build in shoes to our feet? I mean, these are ridiculous things that usually would have, uh, you know, been thought of by a stoner. But everyone has these weird <laughs> quarantine thoughts right now. <laughs> we're all we're all bonding over our stoner thoughts. We certainly are. So we thought we would take this opportunity to share a new segment with you. This is quarantine thoughts. Drop the subject presents quarantine thoughts. I haven't worn clothes in six days. But who invented clothes anyway? Can we all just wear pajamas from now on? I'd be cool with that. Is wearing the same shirt in six different web meetings the same as wearing the same outfit two days in a row? Linda did it, but is there anything Linda won't do? This has been Quarantine Thoughts. 
I drop the subject. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, game time here on Drop the Subject. It might not be game time for the MLB, but it is for us. We can still do what we want around here. And man, how's that show going? No one, come on down. You are not the next contestant on the prices, right? Yeah. And everyone's trying to say the price with masks on. You have won a plane trip. Okay, never mind, never mind. Okay. Um, all right, we're going to get to a new game here called Gay or Nay. No, it has nothing to do with horses, but it is something where you're, or, well, here's how it works. James is going to read me a celebrity, correct? And then I will guess the sexuality of that person. And it's sort of like, a, yes, we did gay, gay or cray, cray, but now we're doing gay, gay or nay, nay. Okay. We're just bad rhymers, basically. Just work with it, people. Okay. So here we go. You have a list of names in front of you. I have a piece of paper in front of me so I can track my amazing score. You got it. Okay. We are ready. So the first name, I'm giving you the name. Drew Barrymore. What? She's she's nay. She's definitely straight. She's such a wholesome and newly sober drug person. <laughs> you you can't be wholesome and a lesbian, Allie. What you trying to say? Well, I just mean that. She, yes, you can. You can be a wholesome lesbian, but or, I just or can don't. You? I don't know. Like we, I've talked to her before on the phone, and we did a radio interview with her, and there was a something that Kevin had said about like how he had a poster of her in his room and the and she did not it was like anything that had to do with like sexual or sexual like she did not want to talk about it so it was interesting oh, really? like for some reason that makes me feel like she's just regular hetero but what it what's the answer the answer and i quote do i like women sexually yeah i do ah! totally I have always considered myself bisexual. What? She is gay. Ding, 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 ding. True oh, well, Byrie more. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm losing it. Bye, right? The Santa Clarita Diet Star came out as bisexual in 2003, though she's been married three times, all to men. Hmm. Fascinating. Fascinating. Well, yeah. Okay, what's next? All right. The next celebrity, we'll stay, we'll stay with the A-listers. Okay. Angelina Jolie. Oh, she's definitely bi, yeah. Because of, <laughs> I know that one, because of Foxfire and because of the relationship that she had with that, that chick for like years. Yeah, for that chick, yes, for years. She's, Angelina Jolie has spoken about her bisexuality for a very long time. You are correct, you are. Yeah. 50% right now, batting 50%. Okay. Um, I was going to say something like Ellen Page, but that's a little bit too easy. Uh, yeah, come on. You can't do any Ellens. They're all yeah. gay. <laughs> like just uh, in general, the name Ellen just isn't going to work. Um, and I nope. can't do him because he's my boyfriend. How about Fergie? Fergie. Fergie Ferg be up in the gym working on her fitness. Is she checking out girls when she's there? Right. Is she, who mm. exactly is she working on her fitness for, Allie? I, I'm going to say she's F to the E R 
Wow. G the gay, the gay. Wow. I am so down with your mastery of Fergie Ferg's <laughs> lyrics, by the way. I was very obsessed with that one <laughs> random album. It, uh, she, I'm sure she's bi-curious. She's got to not be 100% straight. In 2009, the Black Eyed Peas star said, she likes a well-endowed woman. And what? considers herself bi. This was even when she was married to Josh Dumel. Hot. I'm happy about that. Wait, so sure. now even more reason to master more of her lyrics, right? Yeah, exactly. And master more than just lyrics. <laughs> then her lyrics. Hey oh. Ah. Um very interesting. All right. Are we we are of gay gade and nay nade. What are you? You're three of four, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I only yeah. got Drew wrong. Oh, how da- how dare you? See, some of these uh, that I keep coming up with, I'm like, Allie's going to know. We should be playing this game with Jesse is what we should be doing. Well, then we could just play, who is it? Yeah, is right. <laughs> who is this person? Donald Trump. <laughs> Jesse's like, uh, who, I don't uh, know. Some old guy. Um, did he, uh, he was on some show one yeah. time. Uh, uh, he uh, said, Ted Danson was some old guy. And then he said that... <laughs> I said, have you seen Cheers? And he said, it's an old show for old people. So, for there we old go. people. So please offend all of our listeners, Jesse. That's, that's <laughs> fantastic. Hey. That's amazing. Hey there, mister. Give me one more. All right. I will try to give you one more. Jess Glynn. Jess Glynn. Who's that? Yeah. See, we're going a little bit random. Think about your music history. Think, or not history, like recent music history. She's sort of in like dance remix world, but she's had a couple of really big hits, like Marin Morris, sort of, like a couple of big hits, uh, like two or three right. summers ago. All right. Yeah, all right, that's all the information I need. She's like, gay. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> she's got to be gay. She's doing big gay dance remixes. If she's on a list, I assume it's because there's... <laughs> <laughs> because... She's gay. The singer came out in 2015. Nice. Saying she wanted to be honest with her fans. You are very, very good at this game, Allie Johnson. Well, you know, it's like innocent until proven guilty, gay until proven straight in my mind. I, I, th- I, I love it. That's the new court order. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back with News It or Lose It, James edition. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Okay, that sound means it is time for another round of News It or Lose It. And James, you have three stories. I loved the ones you had yesterday, so we'll see if the streak continues. I think it just may. And speaking of yesterday and following up... Ellen says she misses her staff after ex-employees accuse her of being secretly mean. Ding! (laughs) I would like (laughs) to hear about that. I know, but I just, like, I feel like there's never anything negative out there about Ellen, and I know, like, the the story that you brought to the table yesterday was really interesting, and if there's a follow-up, I want to hear it. We want to hear it. All right, very good. So, that is number one story. Number two. Genius Corner Shop comes up with easy way to stop people from stockpiling toilet paper. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely use that because I, I that they've definitely cracked some kind of a code that I can't think of a solution for. And, and it's very simple. And we're all going to feel like, oh, we were pretty dumb to not have come up with that. Yeah. 
Is the hook. Uh, All right. <laughs> very good. Two for two. Story. <laughs> Story number three. Hairdresser cuts holes in umbrella for arms and eyes as a barrier between clients. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I like that, but I also think that we have everything we need and I can picture that in my head already. So I'm going to lose it. All right, you lose that story and you are 100% correct. All you have to do, he looks like like the Hamburglar or something from McDonald's. Remember, whatever, like yeah. just open an umbrella, cut eye holes and two armholes and stick your arms through them. That's exactly what this looks like. And it is the funniest thing I've seen all day. It's fantastic. I also don't know if that helps at all. To protect yeah, you. Yeah, I know. It doesn't at all. <laughs> um, so we'll go backwards. So two of three today, I did pretty well. Genius corner, shor- corner shop owner comes up with easy way to stop people from stockpiling toilet paper. And it's really pretty simple. So he's got the toilet po- paper lined on his shelves, right? This is in a in a uh, street, like a, like a bodega is what they call them in New York or whatever. But yep. it's a convenience store. This one happens to be in Sydney, Australia. And uh, he's got the toilet paper lined up. There's a sign underneath it. And it's a different price for buying one versus two. So oh. one roll of toilet paper is $3.50. Two roll of toilet paper is $99. <laughs> so wait a minute. One roll of toilet, pa- toilet paper is t- $3.50? Apparently at this corner store in Sydney, Australia, That's one roll ridiculous. of toilet paper is $3.50. That's an yeah. expensive Osterwipe. That, that is a very expensive Osterwipe. But uh, yeah, that's what it makes it even better than security guards. Because I thought that's what a lot of, like in Costco, they had security guards making sure that you only take what you need. But this is even better. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he could maybe allow people to have two rolls. Like, why don't you do one for 350 two for six, right. and then three for like 200 or something? Seriously. You know? I mean, one, yeah. You need more than one roll. Yeah, I mean, that's not going to, unless you're, maybe he wants people even more ingenious. He wants people to keep coming back into his store every other day or so to get another role, and then they will buy other things while they're there. Well, yeah, I mean, with the panic buying, I I have not gone into a store and bought only what I need. I've just gone into a store and been like, (laughs) grab it all! Just get everything you can, honey, run! Right. Huh. Um, All right, let's, tell me about Ellen. Speaking of running, yes, many people appear to have been running from Ellen, who were previously on her staff, because as we talked about yesterday, you know, this guy, Kevin Porter, put out this tweet and he said, you know, tell me all your sort of Ellen horror stories, because apparently she's notorious for not being the nicest person behind the scenes. Yes. You, so, you had a story. Yes, I think is yesterday about how she was shaming people for chipped nail polish. Uh-huh. In so. restaurants, she if if you smell, if she thinks that you smell, she will send you home from work to go shower <laughs> and change your clothes and then come back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, she apparently picked just one person a day to sort of pick on. <gasps> and that was just the person that just got picked on that day. And then you just had to sort of suck it up. And then the next day she would be like really nice to you. She'd be like, oh, hey, how are you? Okay, but is that like that stupid thing where it's like, let's scare this person or pick on this person, or is it like actual meanness? I, I think it seemed to b- rotate through the entire staff, regardless of like how long they were there. So this wasn't sort of like freshman initiation or anything. It was, it was, uh, you know, huh. it was kind of a, a an actual thing. So. Uh, because of this, Ellen now has a video response. It's gone out on her official The Ellen Show Twitter, uh, where Ellen says, 
uh, you know, she's like, this was my show staff's planned spring break week. She wrote, I've asked them all to continue to stay home with their loved ones and disconnect for a week. And I wish I hadn't. I miss them. But I'll be posting lots more next week when they're back. Until then, enjoy today's Safer at Home Spring Break 2020, day one. Well, this is probably better for her, though, because she can't smell them. (laughs) Right. She's like, oh, thank God. Everyone's at home right now. I can't smell these people. See your chip nail polish. Yeah. Uh, And people have just been, as you can imagine, I mean, Twitter has been on fire through all of this self-quarantining right now, and they are absolutely on fire right now. Some people are coming to Ellen's defense. Other people are saying, in the midst of all of this pandemic madness, the wild, wildest thing I've seen and learned over the last week is that Ellen DeGeneres is a mean Hollywood elite, and honestly, I didn't see it coming. Oh, see, yeah, it doesn't still doesn't surprise me that much. But I also, I, I was talking about this with my wife, and she was like. Well, you know, there could be people that just make up stories or that exaggerate stories because they feel like they were, they have this, you know, Ellen on a pedestal kind of thing. And then as soon as she makes a comment about your chip nail polish, you're like, she's the worst. So, like, I think we should take this with a grain of salt, but I do think it's a small grain of salt because it doesn't seem that unbelievable. It doesn't seem all that unbelievable either. And man, there are, um, so many stories that I I feel like people can't be making this up because there also seems to be this general theme. Like even one of the other, you know, from the Twitter feed that was from March 20th, there's a lot of stories about how people are not allowed to engage with her unless she is given them permission or they're in special circumstances. So people there, that seems to be a recurring theme that people have gotten fired or demoted because they spoke to her without permission. And I, I don't know if we're copying each other or mm. if this is actually like, you, you know, the old where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. Man, there's something going on here, you know? Yeah, interesting. Well, I give you permission to speak to me, James. And we give you permission <laughs> to give us your happy endings and we will share ours after this. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Well, we have covered a lot of ground today. It may be opening day for the MLB, even though there's nothing to watch and no games to play. I hope we've kept you somehow kept. I hope we've kept you kept you somehow entertained <laughs> through this past oh, four God. hours. Uh, you betcha. Yeah, and you know we've talked about the worst neighbors in the world. We've talked. Uh, uh, we've had some questions asked by, uh, to the NP, and he's answered them. We've we've also talked about. Have you ever just not paid for something? America taking my mother's advice. <laughs> We've uh, done a breakdown of how you can get your money from the government, whether you qualify. We've played a game, gay or nay. So there's lots to draw from when it comes to happy endings. There sure is a lot to draw from. Yes. Some happy endings, Allie. Yeah. And by the way, before we get to happy endings, we definitely want to hear yours. We also want to hear more about your isolation breaking points, by the way. So please follow us at DTS Show on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, if you're listening live and you want to go back and listen some more, you can always download the podcast, drop the subject wherever you find your podcasts. Absolutely. Thank you, James, for the plug. You're very welcome. I, again, wanted to ask Jesse, who almost got through an entire show without screwing something up, 
But alas, that didn't happen. He screwed something up. But I, we were, you know, we normally ask Jesse his happy ending now as well. We allow him out of his cage to come onto the microphone and, and give us his happy ending. But uh, thank God we don't have to hear from him. Why don't today. Why don't we just pretend that he said something really funny? Uh, Jesse, okay, what, what's your uh, What's your happy ending? What is that, Jess? <laughs> that had so you're many celebrity so, name drops in it. I, right. You just know uh, pop culture so you well, do. God. You, that's great. Such yeah. a great fit for this station. All right. Isn't he, though? He fits right in. Yeah. Uh, okay. My happy ending is as follows. Yes, that is true that the Cheesecake Factory cannot pay their rent. And that's a bummer, especially for people who... Makes so many menu items. I mean, there's a, there's a <laughs> lot. Mean, that's, that's a lot. It's a yeah. lot of uh-huh. uh, things to make. And if they don't have money to pay their rent, that's, that's a bummer. But yeah. the good news is that I just found out their landlords are the Golden Girls and they can pay them in cheesecake. <laughs> I, it's not the best Hello. joke, but it's something. It, it, no, it's there. We're, you're there. I love it. We go from time-honored queer classics like the Golden Girls to another time-honored tradition. You know, we might be missing the first pitch of opening day of Major League Baseball today, but at least this gives the Houston Astros enough time to figure out how to cheat their way into another World (laughs) Series title. Yeah, that's true. They have so much more time to cheat. To figure out new and inventive ways of cheating America's pastime. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Last year was trash cans. What are we going to do this year? Uh, let's do something <laughs> a little year? different. Right. It's monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring wild animals into the equation. That works well. Sure, why not? I'm watching Joe Exotic and, and Tigers, so I feel like everything should be revolving around tigers and wild animals now. I do want to watch that Tigers documentary on Netflix. Yeah, oh, wait, wherever will I find the time? Oh, look, I just found some. <laughs> uh, Happy endings. Happy endings. All right. Thank you, James, and I will see you tomorrow. Well, I'll hear you and look at your face on the internet tomorrow. And um, for all of you out there, continue to follow the show at DTS Show on Twitter and on Instagram. You can always interact with us. Uh, if you want to watch that, like screen share, watch something, just hit us up. Hey, direct message us. I'm fine to do that. Uh, and we will see you tomorrow. I believe we're going to talk to Dr. Jen tomorrow as well. I'm sure she'll have some lover's quarrel advice because I'm sure there's some lover's quarrels happening. So we will see you then. Bye bye. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.